Yes, I'm ready. I'm yes, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. GJ. GJ. <laughs> yes, sir. It's hey. been a, it's it's been a day. <laughs> Hence why we're uh coming to you now instead of four hours ago. Hey, yeah, that's okay. Well, we actually are gonna be starting to go to Tuesdays soon, but there's been right. some schedule craziness going around and uh, <clears throat> mainly mainly my schedule yeah crazy. yeah yeah just point the finger right at me that's all good hey it's all good all right so catch us up how's the week what's been going on in your neck of the woods we had like typhoon hurricane force winds last week in nebraska <clears throat> nebraska all the way down to oklahoma Oh, oh, yeah. You're talking about those storms. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. So, um, by the way, my pool is uh, now looks like a pond that's frozen over thanks to all the leaves. So, Lake GJ <clears throat> is now frozen over and you can ice skate on it? No, it's not that safe yet. Okay, okay. A few <clears throat> zeros and you got it. Yeah, by the end of the week, it'll be thawed out again. Well, I, this past week has been in, uh, every single night. It feels like we've been out doing something for the holidays, and uh, excuse me for Christmas. For Christmas, shopping for my gift. That's Shop okay. Every <laughs> night, hey, I know. Say, like, hey, we got to go buy him another gift. I mean, every day you are giving me a list of things that you want. So I'm just saying, uh, you should probably slow down on the list sending. That's what that spreadsheet's for. <laughs> That's what the spreadsheet's for. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Wow. Whoa. Apparently, Journey doesn't want to hear me talk, and she's slamming mm. doors. All right. That's, that works. Well, yeah, we've been out every single night this past week doing something, and um, finally got all my grades back. Whoa. I passed them all. Passed them all, baby. Of course. Well, I'm just praising Jesus because uh, we had a little bit of a scare on Friday because one of my professors did not get the grades in in time. And all of the class failed. <laughs> like, <gasps> so we're sending emails to everybody going, oh my gosh, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, you know what? Don't worry. Didn't get her grades in in time. And this morning I got my grade back and it was an A. I'm just saying it was an A. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Well, when you finally graduate, which you will, yeah. and I'm sure it's on the higher end of the class. However, if you're at the bottom, what do they call you at graduation from law school? A lawyer. A lawyer. <laughs> all you got to do is pass. That's all you got to do is pass. Hey, a little. We, we have lots of little personal updates, but um, <clears throat> I have a prayer request too. But so another update. You have, you have more than one. I, oh, I have a lot of. I have a lot of prayer requests. A lot yes. of prayer requests. Yeah. yeah. Um, there Dan, is. Danny, Danny needs your prayers. Dan, I, we do. GJ needs your prayers because he's praying for Dan. So we <laughs> <a> full time <laughs> job. <laughs> I'm going to have to start paying him by the hour. So we have uh, I was offered an intern position at a law firm in the Roseville area. And I'm thinking that's pretty awesome. So, I mean, we have to finish out some you know conversations and such, but that's a pretty big next step. I think that's pretty awesome. Wow. When do you start? Um, well, I just saw the guy, one of the partners last night, we went to a little, 
a goodbye party for a couple of friends of ours. And he said, so he gave me a big hug when he left. He said, so I'll see you at work in a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> so apparently sometime in the beginning of January. Sometime in the beginning of January. The prayer request, however, is... Uh, for you or for me? <laughs> well, prayer request is for GJ because I am a headache to him. So, see how I beat you to the punch? So <clears throat> the, uh, I have actually been experiencing some headaches for the last week, migraine. And, and you've been giving me a headache. Uh, well, I just said that. Did, did I say it out loud? I, well, I said it out loud first. I just Whoa. joked. What? So, excuse me? What's these happening? Are, work, are these working? They're working. They're working. So <laughs> in any event, I've been experiencing some headaches <laughs> and just got off the phone with my doctor and going to go see them next week. I'm not really sure why. I have to wait till next week. But um, there, it's been really nagging, like just a nagging headache for the last seven or eight days actually eight days now so i could use your prayers on that absolutely you got it i'm not gonna make any smart aleck uh comments so i'm gonna give you my best prayers i know you are i know you are um so hey you've had a you've had an interesting week i can't wait to catch up with you on that journey you want to say hi to everybody on, on in the world here look come here see say hi just wave Shake up here. <laughs> yeah, you got to go talk to Mama because I'm on a show right now. This is live. This is live. All right, GJ. Take hey, it away. That's how we roll. We, that's how we roll. We just, we just roll with whatever. Hey, it's Christmas yeah. time. Every, uh, journey's off of school this whole week, so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, whatever, whatever you do, don't don't have Tanya on the show. Just don't let, her, don't let Tanya on the show. Now, I know you're oh, saying that oh. because you want her to come on the show right now. That's what you're asking. Because she, she can actually hear me. I know. <laughs> hey, Miss Nancy Brown Reynolds, thank you for your prayers. I really, really appreciate it. I can't wait to meet you in person one day. Yeah, JJ, she, pray, she prays for you, but not for me. <laughs> what the heck? I did find out, though, from last week, after she watched it, I think after we had it last week, and she did put in the chat that you did have a binky. And you used it a lot, from what I understand. I mean, you might not remember because you were a little too young at that point to remember. But <clears throat> I was. But all I know is, <laughs> I can't even right now. I can't even right now. By the uh, way, by the way, I could have gone Gerber. You you could have, um, but you didn't yeah. sign the contract. You were too young. No, no, but. Nancy Reynolds, by the way, who's my mom, <clears throat> she got me where I was actually modeling for Sears <clears throat> and uh, for Winnie the Pooh clothes. And instead of getting paid, I got paid in clothes. Um, true, I'll take true, true story. True story. Hey, that's a good story, though. Yeah, I was always the best dressed kid in school. Thanks to Winnie the Pooh. You had all the trends. You were like the trendsetter. Hey, I That's could say, yeah, yeah. Okay, Nate, moving on, moving on, right, moving right. on. So we, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we have definitely we have a message that we want to deliver today. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> no, we do, we do. Actually, what I did is I put the description today. I said uh, the time is short. And you may have heard this so many times in the past that it rolls off your ears like a marble from a table. 
I mean, is Jesus really coming back? Is, there, is this really the end times? Well, we believe it is, and the signs are pointing us to the fact that we are close. So uh, I, I entitled this entire show today, The Time is Short, and we have some instruction that we're going to give everybody from the scripture at the end of this today that, um, GJ, actually, you had four of the verses, and I brought in one myself. And um, You can read the verses. Oh, yeah, we will. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. But we do, we do have a couple things we need to share with everybody today, and I'm going to let you go with the first one. Oh, you just threw it right up there. I threw did. It right up there. It's this one right here, actually. This one right here. It starts with mosquito. <clears throat> so they're talking about mosquitoes, locusts, swarms predicted to descend on the Aussie state. Where's the Aussie state at, Dan? That's Australia. Yes. Now, there's a lot of craziness going down under, <laughs> pun intended. Yes. <clears throat> and, and, and all you got to do is just follow some of the news, and it's crazy what's going on down there. Yeah, and it just—I I just go back to the Old Testament of how certain things happen when people were getting out of alignment with God, and so to me, I think this is a perfect example. So they're already predicting that there's this is going to be a major, major problem uh, in the coming months. So that caught my eye. Um. I'm wondering how much we'll actually hear about it, though. What do you think? I mean, do you think we're going to hear a lot about it when it I actually? We, I, I think we will because they'll tie it to something else. Yeah, they'll probably tie it to the uh, well, warming. Really warming. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually, and and I actually have something that I want to share about that too, but I I couldn't find it before we got on today. That they're saying that the largest ice ice shelf in Antarctica within the next five years is scheduled, not scheduled, but it, they're saying it's going to break free and melt. And that could cause catastrophic events worldwide uh, after that happens. So like a uh, tsunami, let, yeah, tsunami or just as that water melts, as the ice shelf melts, then it would cause more uh, moisture to be in the air to cause heavier rains. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the butterfly effect as they used to say back in the day. Um, and it's, it's supposed to be pretty massive. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I don't mind the grasshoppers. I do, uh, well, they're locusts. I actually do mind the locust, but I hate mosquitoes. Like with a passion, I hate mosquitoes. I'm not really sure why they're even on the earth, but maybe one day we'll find out. That is a great question. Cause yeah, I don't like them either. Yeah. No, not. and there's different, I didn't know this, but there's different kinds of mosquitoes. We're not going to go into a science lesson today, but there's different kinds of mosquitoes. I always thought through all this, all this, all my life that there was only one mosquito, <laughs> but apparently there are hundreds of different kinds of mosquitoes. I didn't know how many there are. I do know that there's different types and different sizes. And like I grew up in Louisiana and Periodically, they'd spray, but they would only spray when, once the mosquitoes were carrying off babies. So, <laughs> those, those, those were some <laughs> those were some big skeeters. That there's big mosquito. That's what I'm saying right there. <laughs> <clears throat> a word from our sponsor. A word from our sponsor. Yeah, I actually don't even have a cup today. That's how poor we are. Whoa. <laughs> Come on, sponsors. 
Come on, sponsors. No, we're going to have one next year. We, uh, we're talking to somebody right now, actually. But let me just pop this up on the screen. because this, uh, this actually happened this past <clears throat> week. And uh, it's pretty sad uh, what's happening over there in the Philippines because right now I think that they're saying that this death toll – and this was, this, was this, uh, this was yesterday. So the death toll has actually gone up since yesterday. But this typhoon that hit is actually called a super typhoon. They didn't even call it a typhoon. They called it a super typhoon. Hit the Philippines and um, massive destruction that just hit and just leveled homes. And 49 people, uh, as of yesterday, have, have died. They're still having rescue missions. So, number one, this is just another sign about what's happening with the with the earth and the different things that are coming our way with the weather patterns and earthquakes and things like that. And by the way, just so you know, I haven't had a chance to pull it up yet because it's actually happening as we speak but the earthquakes that are happening right now just off the coast of california are um are pretty are pretty impressive so there was a six point something that happened right off the yeah 6.2 just off the coast of california in humboldt california which is right in the northern side of california so not actually too far away from where i am there was another one 5.5 in humboldt california just a few hours away from where I live. So some more earthquake activity happening here. But anyway, this typhoon, we need to keep them in prayer. Um, a lot of, a lot of craziness happening over there. And the thing is, is that I have a, a child, my wife and I have a child that we are sponsoring with an organization that I will not mention because they have not sponsored us yet, but maybe they will one day, but we have sponsored a child and she is in the Philippines. I sponsored her because she was, it was, she's the same age as my granddaughter born on the same day in the same year. So that one day when they meet, they uh, will have, will share a birthday and, but they live in the Philippines. So I'm, I'm really praying for her. Haven't heard yet what, what's happened with, um, with that area, but I'm going to keep them in prayer. Anyway, there's, I said a lot there. I'm not really sure why I went that far, but there, there we have it. What do we got next? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I got nothing. I'm like flying blind. Oh, I got something. I got something. Um, you're flying. I'm flying blind, man. I'm flying blind. That is wow. actually from a movie. <laughs> I'm flying blind, man. All right. So uh, it reminds me of a shareable that I gave you and the guys this week. <clears throat> Oh well, that we, yeah. That we, that we are smarter after hearing it. <laughs> that was the dumbest, most idiotic thing I have ever heard in my entire life, and we are all dumber in this room for having heard it. That's what I think you're trying to say, right there. Yeah, may God have mercy upon your soul. God have mercy upon your soul. No, actually, I'm I'm trying to pull this up because I thought I had it up, but I don't, and I am pulling it up right now. Okay. So, share some with us, Jay. Share some with us. Hopefully, hopefully you you got it. Well, I see you have like twenty eight of them. I do. There's a lot of them today. There's a lot of them. Oh, here it is. I found oh, it. there it is. Can't see it, but there it is. Yeah, it's coming up on the screen right now. It's going to be yeah. there in like three. Is it? Seconds. Like three. Is it? Two, one. Oh my gosh! There it is. Finally found it. So here, yeah, I just want to play this. Thirty three seconds. We just got this. That we're we're shifting on to the wars and rumors of wars right now, so that's what this is. But the, I'm just going to play it and get your response. 
Hey, that's fine. So this happened uh, this past weekend, actually happened yesterday. GJ, do you know what this is? I do not. So they're in Baghdad. There's a, a couple U.S. bases over there in Baghdad. They uh, One of the U.S. bases was fired upon with rockets. And it's just another sign that there are uh, wars and rumors of wars. And that what you just saw there, though, was the air defense system that had shot up what it, what it looked like um, was fireworks, but it was a bunch of rockets to intercept those rockets that came in. And they were successful in blocking it because we actually have a pretty kick-butt uh, military, and I'm glad for that. But another sign that things are really ramping up, especially in that area. And uh, when I talk about wars and rumors of wars, Iran has now come out again and said that they are they're ready to do battle with Israel at any moment. So... Um, that in Russia and just all the, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about here, but this is uh, one of the ones I thought was pretty interesting because it actually had to do with the United States. So here we have it. Well, I had one that I didn't send to you and maybe you have it. It's about Russia. So, so the Soviet Union or Russia, you know, <clears throat> said they're doing a ceasefire or they're a treaty. They're, they're providing a treaty that they wouldn't come in and do what they were, what we talked about last week, they're on the edge of Europe and Ukraine. And, uh, but they have the military uh, allotment just, just to, so that everybody else would have to stand down to them. It's basically what I was reading. So if they sign the treaty, nobody else can, can puff up their chest and come at them from the, from the European, from the European Union. That's insane. So, so just, they're trying to get more and more control and more and more power and more and more authority. Well, not only that, but Russia, I was, this is what I actually thought you were going to say, but the Russia. Um, well, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So you are though. So you, that's why you thought, but you, you literally have it. I teed well, you I up. Just, I teed I just, you up, bro. <laughs> you teed me out. It's like a softball. I'm going to knock that thing past second base because I can't hit it any further right now. Um, so Russia is actually preparing to fight over space tourism supremacy. So not, not only are we battling on the things on this earth, but we're battling over trying to be the first one in space that can actually uh, bring up tourists. <laughs> what else can we fight about? Is there anything else we could fight about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pick a topic. Pick a topic. That's right. Um. Anyway, that's that's what's happening in wars and rumors of wars. I actually don't have too much more there because um, that's pretty much enough. Although I will say that China, uh, as I was reading, oh, about, oh, you had to throw in China like like they're doing something too. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, what are they? <laughs> they're threatening again to come after United States troops. Yeah, yeah. If they even remotely get close to helping out Taiwan. Yeah. So. That, that's a weekly thing. So it is, and they're still doing it. If you hear my granddaughter in the background, you know, it is what it is. Just got to deal with it. 
But uh, okay, so we both actually posted a video uh, in our End Times chat. By the way, two things before I go any further: don't forget to go to endtimes.chat, where you can find out about subscribing to Liftable.tv. But go to endtimes.chat. That's where you want to go. You want to like. You want to subscribe. You want to go there because you'll be able to see all of our past episodes, and the most recent one is usually up within a week or two. And also, GJ, I've got great news for you. I've got Whoa. one. Why have you been I, holding out, bro? I've been holding out because I've, I've just been so busy that I forgot to say anything. But our podcast is actually up and running on Spotify right now. Wow. And I'll start to upload a bunch more episodes as we go. But we have three episodes up right now from April and May. And we're going to start uploading a bunch of episodes for our podcast. So... We are on Spotify, we are working on getting on iTunes, and we will be on, on the Google Store sometime soon, and um, just really stoked about that. I was able to get Spotify with a good, uh, the guy that does our podcast kind of recording every single week, uh, his name is Matt, and he was able to help me get that up and running. So, good, good news. I think it's good news. That's very good news, and Journey's excited too. Yeah, actually, she's upset. She's she's whining in the other room because she wants to do this. And that. Sounds like a bunch of Christians when they're well, talking to God sometimes. She's, she's upset because you haven't got our show on Apple yet. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right, so let me pop this thing up on the screen because we have um, – we have uh, well, there she goes. <laughs> I'm going to mute it right now, okay? Let's mute it. Uh, there's this one video that you and I po both posted. I'm, I'm gonna, I kind of want you to, I'm going to play it. I'm going to let you walk through it. Sound good? Sure. sure. Turn, turn this down. Make sure it's not too loud. Here we go. It's a little loud. You got the point. Okay, good job. Good job. <laughs> I'm gonna keep on letting him play a mute while you chat about it. <clears throat> so obviously he showed is like the size. Go ahead, go ahead. There's still technical difficulties. We're good. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's playing around. <laughs> <laughs> it's the size of a grain of rice. So right now that's actual technology they're using. And then what they're doing, they're using existing technology to <clears throat> download into a microchip, which can be implanted. Now they're there. He's showing there in the, in the arm and uh, the, the actual mark of the beast will be planted on the forehead and on the, on the back of the right hand. And why that, why are the two different? A lot of times people have asked me why they do they have, you know, two options because not everybody has a right hand actually. So, so everybody can, so that technology, so, you know, leading up to the, to the, the, um, tribulation, I mean, we've got that technology and, 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 and this technology has been in use for a long time. I mean, uh, a lot of pets are being, uh, chipped 
And so, I mean, it just gets more and more and more. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, it's it's going to be humans all, over, all the way across the planet. Right. So this is actually happening in Stockholm and in Sweden right now. And they are currently, I just saw a news, news report about it today. They are currently uh, microchipping people, um, officially microchipping them. So this is not just a commercial that's about to come. This is happening right now. And I will remind you, GJ, that we talked about it a few months back that Uganda, uh, or Ghana, I think it was, was the first country that started to use biometrics to uh, to have people show their identity. So they were already using that there. And then we also talked about China using technology where when you, when you check out at a grocery store that you can actually do a face scan. So the face scan shows not only your eyes and your, but it also shows the structure of your face. So it can actually say who it is that's connected to your bank account. So there's so many of these things that are happening. And I was, um, and I know we, we, I think I saw this video today, but I didn't have a chance to pull it up, but it was talking about, um, there was a woman from the UK who was talking about all the different things that are coming into play and all the different things that are being required of us right now. That is, that is to say that we have to prove that we've had something in order to be able to buy and sell and how these are all just precursors to it. This is another precursor. Do we think that this particular grain of rice uh, piece of chip is the mark of the beast? Not, not saying it is, not saying it isn't, just saying this is the technology that we have now. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy, GJ. And uh, when I saw this right here, now this is her, we think that is her left hand, but they could have flipped the screen uh, and it could have been a right hand, right? They could have inverted that. So, anyway, this is happening. This well, over the last four weeks, we've brought something that is either or maybe it's the last two months we've brought some of the AI or biometric um, that technology that's happening right before our eyes. I mean, and so every week there's something just like there's a storm or there's a flood or there's a volcanic eruption or an earthquake or an asteroid. And of course uh, I saw some more uh, news on asteroids and talking about that and NASA and how they're going to defend it. So, I mean, that's becoming more and more prevalent. So every topic that we address here is picking up speed on all fronts. What does that what does that mean, Dan? Well, what it means is that we are closer than ever before. And that's kind of what I put into the chat that says, is Jesus really going to come back? I mean, is it really going to be the end times? And I mean, you and I have talked about this quite a bit, GJ, where there's been so many pastors even that won't even broach the subject of the end times because they don't want to get themselves locked into saying that we're there and it doesn't happen. And then they get, they get called on the carpet for it because, oh, you told me this was happening soon. I could have spent my life doing all these other things. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that the time is shorter now than it ever has been. And uh, no one knows the day or the hour. So if no one knows the day or the hour, it's totally appropriate for us to be talking about the signs of the end times and to say that we're closer now than we've ever been. But, uh, and of course we can say that because every minute that passes, we are closer than we've ever been. Like somebody could say that to me and Jess say, Oh, of course. we're closer. <clears throat> Yeah. But the bottom line is, is that there are things happening today during this time frame that we're in, in this 2021 about to be 2022 where we've never had the kind of knowledge that we've had 
now. I mean, knowledge, as we you mentioned this several months back, knowledge is increasing at an exponential rate. And data on this planet is increasing at an exponential rate. Uh, the technology is increasing at an exponential rate. And uh, whether or not there have been more earthquakes than less last year, the year before, that's not even the point. The point is, is that there are stronger earthquakes that are happening. And Jesus did say that in the end times, these earthquakes would happen. So uh, not only the earthquakes, but wars and rumors of wars and all the other things that we've talked about on the show. So um, well, one, one thing to have before we bring up the next item, which I do not know what it is, um, is going back to the point, like people are afraid to talk about it because they don't want to be wrong. Well, here's how I look at it. All these things are happening right before us. And I've been talking about these things. We're learning about all this for the last 40 years. So since I was a kid, I've been learning about this and I've just seen more and more. So one is having an awareness. Two is like, hey, it's happening right before us on all fronts. It's time to pay attention. And I believe God is saying, hey, if you don't want to pay attention here, I'll have you pay attention over there. And if you're not going to pay attention over there, I'm going to have you pay attention right here. So all these are signs. And and then even if this happens, you know, years and years and years and years and years and years down the road, what happens if you die right now? If you die this very second, are you going to have eternal life in heaven or are you going to have an eternal life in hell? Because you got two options and you got a 50-50 choice, but you can have 100% certainty of which one you choose. By doing nothing, you, you've made a choice. By giving your life to, to Jesus Christ, you, you'll have eternal life. And we'll talk more about that in, in a few minutes. And we're seeing more and more of these signs. So our show is all about pointing out the signs, not so much the timeline. However, when you see it more and more and more and accelerating, and it's right out in our face, in all fronts, on social media, on TV, on radio, on print, um, on social, I mean, everywhere we turn, we're seeing stuff right before us, you know, concerts that are now just outlandish and it's right satanic right now. And it's like, Hey, it's okay. Super Bowl, The last Super Bowl. Wow. Last two. <laughs> well, it's been more than that. It's just, they've been slowly. This one was a complete homage to bail, which is a false God. Well, um, not only is it in our faces, but it's in the government. So here's the thing, GJ. It, it takes time for the enemy, who is the devil, to set things up on a planet as far as what he's trying to accomplish. It takes time to do that. And so what we see is we see things happening in the courts. We see things happening in the legislatures. We see things happening uh, at the executive branch levels of all governments, not just this one in the United States, but all governments. And there's, there's local governments, there's state governments, there's, uh, there's uh, national governments, but there's one state in this country, United States, that is actually getting back together in their legislature as of January 5th. And here are some of the things that are going to be on the floor. Now, I'm going to be really careful how I say them, but I do want to put them up on the screen for you so that you can read them, those of you who are watching. But the first bill is that uh, they're going to mandate that kids have the jab in order to go to school. That's one of the bills that's in New York, uh, in the New York <clears throat> Assembly. There's also, uh, for college, the same thing. There's also to, to attend school and preschool and daycare. You're going to be required to have that. 
Um, they're going to eliminate, they want to anyway, eliminate religious exemptions for work in college so that you have to be forced to take whatever this thing in order to be able to, to actually work and go to college. Then they're going to actually try to remove the parent, parental consent for a child who's over the age of 14. Um, and then also eliminate the parent's consent for SD, STD shots for children of any age. But the one that really got me was, is that there's a bill on the floor in New York starting January 5th that they're going to they're going to discuss and debate that would allow the governor of New York to imprison with trial anyone that she or he considers a threat to public health. So this stuff takes time and it doesn't just happen at the snap of a finger. I mean, God can make things happen at a snap of a finger, but the enemy, it takes him a lot longer to make those things happen. But this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of thing that will eventually come to the place where you're real. I'm going to move that off the screen so we don't get in trouble for it. But this, these, this is right off their site. So it's not like I'm posting something that was, uh, that can be falsely fact-checked, but this is the kind of thing that happens when we're starting to lose our freedoms. And during the one world government, we will lose all ability to be free. Now what's going to happen is, is that during the, during that tribulation period, it's going to, they're going to make it sound like, Oh, this is freedom. This is freedom. You can walk about and do whatever you want as long as you have the mark of the beast on your head because this is going to give you the freedom to do it. But that's not freedom. That's called bondage. That's called bondage. And we as believers are free to live for Christ. We're free to live for him and to be a servant of, of Jesus himself. And so this is the stuff that's actually that – they're actually talking about putting these bills – no, though these are the approved ones that are going to go onto the floor in New York State and they're going to discuss and debate them, and we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if it actually gets through, or if there are some people out there, some believers that are in in government that can help push back on some of those things. But uh, yeah, just want to make sure everybody saw that. You can read it for yourself. Uh, you can look up the bills in New York and find it on DuckDuckGo. You can find it on some of the other channels. Enough of that, GJ. That's big stuff. In the event that we can't be found next week. <laughs> end times, end times dot chat, end times dot and maybe on Spotify. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you, you, you actually sent me something that I was hope I, I was not gonna play, but I, then I thought, man, if GJ's gonna send it, I'm gonna send. It. I'm gonna put it up. Well, I don't care if you play it, any of these, but you can show something of it, and and we can talk about it. So that's your call. Oh, I'm gonna show it. Because here's what happened. Uh, I'm just going to give a little precursor to, to what we're about this show. But I actually dug into this and I, I, was, I said, I'm going to check out some of the things that this lady is saying. Now, this lady was recorded by, with phone. She's obviously at some kind of a Christian conference somewhere. And she's sharing about the symbolism that is out in the world right now that we take for granted. And... Yet there could be further meanings. And honestly, after I looked into this, GJ, I, I'm starting to believe that this company is putting it right out in front of us on purpose. So let me just yeah, pop a little bit there. But, but before you play it, so yeah. I, I, I got the feeling that you didn't know this. So this was new revelation for you. Is that is that fair to say? The video itself I saw a few days ago. Um but I, I was really curious because I wanted to check to see if some of the things she was saying was 
was on target, especially the first one about the three uh, claw marks yeah. and what that symbolizes. But I actually looked it up and sure enough, it is, yeah. It, it, yeah. it is that. <laughs> well, I, I remember first seeing this, the first banner, I lived in Las Vegas, Nevada, and, and they had uh, the first banner that I'd ever seen. This was back in like 2002, 2003. And it was like, they were getting ready to launch the product. And I, and I forget exactly who owns the product. Um, and it, when I first saw it, I was like, there's something not right about this. And I had no idea what it was. So <clears throat> over the years, I've been seeing different things that come out about this. And now it's like coming out right in front of our face on all fronts because they did it very subtle. And when you understand the symbolism and the symbolism is, I mean, we talked about a statue last week, you know, the symbolism. Um, there's always symbolism, especially from the satanic side. They'll take it, take something and flip it. And most people have no idea that the, what they're doing and they're actually honoring uh, Satan in so many ways. And um, so uh, play what you want, dude. In times that in times dot chat, just in case. <laughs> just in case. I think this was pretty safe to play, but let's go but ahead and play it. But is it? But is it? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a great question. We'll find out. Here we go. There's a gap right here in the letter M. It's never connected. So you go into Hebrew. The letter Vav is also the number six. Short top, long tail. Short top, long tail. You could have here in Hebrew 666 on the can. But my interest is the word monster. What do you see in the O? There's a cross. What has Christ got to do with an energy drink, let alone the name monster? So I thought, well, maybe this is a Christian company then. BFC at the bottom of the can. Do you know what that stands for? That's the F word. By the way, sorry for those. Can. Sorry for those that are seeing this and seeing that word on the screen. Uh, we have we should have given a little bit of a clarification ahead of time. There, well, there was the first word well, that here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want I want to be very clear here. I mean, we don't wanna, we don't condone all this. Stuff, but this is real world. All right, we're living in a real world. All right, so if you've well, never seen it or heard it, I'm I'm gonna be surprised. Pretty much, but you know, sometimes we have some kids that do listen in whoa, on this. Whoa, whoa, dude! What? Get those kids out of here. Get them out. Get them out of the room right now. All right, here we go. I'm going to go back to it. In fact, they write it on the side of the can, so I know that's the F word. Perfect. Now, do you know what a MILF is? Yes. That's on the box. MILF, stick it, and you will too. This is not a Christian company at all. So why would they have a cross on the can? Here's the message. Antichrist. 666 in Hebrew. And then the Bible talks about the beast in Revelation. And look at monsters and this is the stone. You see these M's everywhere. Hats, t-shirts, bumper stickers. These are another agenda here. If God can use people and product, so can Satan. And look at it this way. Even if the M was not the issue, you cannot deny that that is a cross. And what is witchcraft when the cross goes upside down? Bottoms up. Mm. And the double laps. Tell you what, um, I watched that three times. And 
and I actually went to go take a look at that in one of the cans and saw everything she's talking about. I mean, now her interpretation of it, I don't deny, I don't deny the fact that that's what's happening here because I, we sometimes put too much credence in companies to have, be altruistic. Like surely they're just, it's just a way of marketing. Um, no, no, not at all. Well, now, nowadays you have to be aware because it's coming out in full force. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of clothing. I mean, there's clothing that I, I used to used to buy all the clothing from this one company and I won't because when you start looking at what they stand for, then, and, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't have to buy from them. And, and we, as the people have the power to buy those products or don't buy those products. And, uh, and then if you can say, Hey, that's not that big a deal. Well, our job is to put out the signs and we feel like it's your job to go and dig into it and really research it. And then what is God telling you? We're not telling you what to do or what not to do. I just think it's something you should pay attention to. So moving on. 100%. Moving on. Moving on. Well, moving on up. Uh, you like how I slid, I slid that in there? That was nice, right? Yeah, that was good. Okay, George. All right, this is back to you, GJ. This is all you. Oh, uh, George, George Jefferson. All right, so there's a statue. I don't know if you can just. So there's, you know the, there's the photo, and it's not showing the photo. I'm looking down. Hold on. Whoop. Up, 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 up. No, those were ads. Those were ads. So you keep going while while I look for it. You keep going. Uh, while I look. Well, here, I'll, I'll here. I got it right here. I'm just gonna do this. Okay. Can you see that? They will in a minute. There you go. All right. So that's a statue, and and you can say, well, there's not nothing big with about that statue. It's like, what? Well, that's harmless. All these statues, and I mean, here here in the United States of America, I mean, a lot of statues are being removed for whatever they stood for or who, who by certain people uh, all across the country. And and so all these statues and the, on a global scale, they have meaning. They either represent a person, something that happened in the history of the country or the world, and it's happening. So this, this one that I just showed you is right out in front of the uh, United Nations, I believe. And Dan had talked about that statue last week, and I saw this. And I'm like, you know, <clears throat> this one, um, it's just another one of these statues that when you start, when you look at it first glance, didn't mean, didn't, didn't seem to mean much. The more you start to research, you go, oh my gosh, there's some evil ties to the meaning of why they posted that, and uh, and uh, which leads me to um, like in the state capital in the in the state of New York. So the state capitol, they actually have a room, and I forget exactly what they call it, but they call it, it's basically, they call it the satanic room because it's got these statues in the corners of it that are actually of Satan. Seriously, it's crazy. So it's it's being aware of your surroundings. And on our job here, you know, we're just pointing out the signs and pointing out the, it's right out there in front. And, and uh, that statue, it's probably been there long, long before I was even born. Um, and it's just one of those things where um, it's like right out, right out front and center. Buddy, if um, you, you may remember, it may not, but we talked uh, and I showed some pictures, I don't know, a couple months back that showed a, um, a Freemason temple in New York 
and they have these pillars. And on those pillars, they have depictions of certain things that are happening around the world. One of them was New York being overtaken by a tidal wave, which I thought was really interesting. And there was another one that um, I think had to do with, I'm not sure if it was San Francisco or, or what, but there was another depiction of another scene from, from the United States, which was actually something, a tragic thing that was supposed to happen. So I, I don't know, the, these things definitely have meaning. And um, some of these secret societies, they definitely have a lot of things going on that are secret. That's why they're called secret societies. Uh, I did want to talk to uh, talk about this too, GJ, because this kind of came up um, when I was researching some things. But this is just another sign about what happens at the at, towards the end times. Some cities now are turning to decriminalizing drugs as overdoses climb. Yeah. And so what came to my mind was the scripture verse that talks about when you call evil good or good evil. And that's what's going to happen in the end times is as people start to call evil good and good evil. Well, that's uh, this is you may not think this is calling evil good, but what what you're doing is they're thinking that they can just oh just de decriminalize it and all of a sudden people won't be drawn to it. No, the addictions are already there. And it just because you de decriminalize something does not make it actually uh, good for someone. So um, this is Toronto, Vancouver, and the state of Oregon has already done this with certain amounts of heroin, fentanyl, and other drugs that have, that they're saying you can use for personal use. Well, there is an there is an epidemic, shall I dare I say, a pandemic of drug problems around the world, and especially here in the United States and in Canada, there are quite a few people that are have have been addicted to heroin. It's a destructive brain cell killing drug um fentanyl and other drugs and for example um methamphetamines i mean they just they're they're demonic drugs in my opinion that people will use to try to get some different kind of reality like if they take ecstasy and here's the thing it's not the person right it's it's not i mean it's not the drug in and of itself it's the deception by the by the enemy to the person that's saying you need this and you need more of it and so you get locked into this prison and so that's what happens with with people and with sin is they get locked into a prison of thinking that they need to be able to do this. If you lose the access to it, then uh, your life is just going to go to shambles when you're actually when you're in bondage to it. Your life is already in shambles. So I just saw this and I thought, man, could this could it be any more of a picture of calling evil good than this? I'm sure there is. But this one really caught my eye this past week. Well, one of the things that come to mind to me is, and I just had this conversation with uh, our 17-year-old, is, you know, and they, especially like you watch a lot of commercials, like, hey, this product or this lifestyle is going to be so much better. Come come buy our product or whatever. Um, so this was, you know, as far as alcohol. And I'm like, they make it out like, oh, it's just the greatest thing. You're going to have so much fun. And, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that used to drink. And I've, I've been, you know, March will be 28 years since, since I had a drink. And the world is definitely a safer place because I do not drink. <laughs> so definitely alcohol became a problem in my life at one time. And uh, there was a lot of times I did have a lot of fun and, and I can speak to that. However, there's also the double-edged sword to every anything in moderation, but most with drugs and alcohol, it's hard to be in moderate. 
And even when we attempt to, and 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 it, there's that level of deception, like, oh, you're gonna have this great lifestyle and have all this fun and all these great parties, and next thing you know, something's taken over you. And that's that's how Satan operates. It's the this the allure of that is going to be fun and you know sexy and happy and fun, and it, it ends up, you know, for most people, it ends up in some kind of bondage. Um, yeah, because mainly what, what we're doing is we're either drowning out the pain, we're numbing the pain, we're dulling the pain, because there is the sin in the world is, is what's causing the anxiety, the depression, the angst, everything that we experience that takes us away from God. That sin is what's causing it. And we are bound to a sinful nature in this world, but we have an opportunity to break the bondage of sin and break that bondage and that hold that these things have over us that we allow them to have over us, right? Because it's not it's not like we're saying that uh, alcohol in and of itself is is an evil. It's how the enemy uses it. Now there are some about like uh, narcotics and some other drugs that I will say as soon as you do them, they're evil. But it's it's what the enemy does in your mind to make you think that you need it. That's the deception. And so what I'm really coming down to is, is that sin equals deception. And in my mind, the reason why we have so many of the issues going on the, in, in our day today is because of deception. It is taking what God has created and saying it's something different. You look back in the garden because that's where it all started. When Adam and Eve were in the garden and they were told by God, don't eat the fruit of that tree because if you do, surely you will die. He didn't say right then and there, but he said, surely you will die. Well, what was the deception that came in from the devil at that point? When Satan came in in the form of a serpent and he came to Eve and he said, surely you're not going to die. That was all that needed to be said to turn what God had on its end. Not only that, but you take a look at some other issues in the world. Like you have some very real deception going on all across the world right now about whether or not somebody is a man or a woman. And so there, there's that deception going on. There's a deception of drugs going on. There's a deception of alcoholism going on. There's the deception of government going on. So there's so many things that are trying to deceive us into thinking something other than what God would want us to know and believe. And that is his son, Jesus, is the only way out, period. So, GJ, we should probably get to this message because we got um, only a few more minutes left. But. Let me, let me go ahead and read a few verses that we popped up in the description for everybody. And then I want GJ to kind of take it from there. And then we'll, we'll, we want to bring people to the culmination of understanding why we do this today. But in Matthew chapter 24, 36 to 39, it says, However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. Talking about the, the, the culmination of the end times. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. That's exactly what I'm talking about with the deception, thinking, oh, surely judgment's not going to come. Surely God's not going to do something like that. Surely God's not going to bring any kind of calamity on anyone because of their sin. That's the deception we have right now. And that's what that's what happened in Noah's day. John 16, 33, which I'm so glad you sent this to me the other day. Not only did it encourage me in my own heart, but I really believe that was something we should do for today. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. 
Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And then, um, oh, here, let me just stop now, GJ, and before I read the other couple, and what what do you have to add to what uh, what you were reading about with that scripture? Well, let's go to Papa Reynolds. Let's go to his Bible. So, Papa Reynolds. <laughs> so, truth, and this is his his handwriting, his note. Truth is waiting to be discovered. He wrote that on 9-22-88, and uh, so and the person teaching was Dean Frazier. Um, so li little did Dean or my father know that many years later that the the conversation they were having <clears throat> or the that it would have impact on hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so <clears throat> so. Well, there's a lot, and and obviously one of you know the really the thing that jumped out to me was you know the best is like how do we respond in the face of crisis or un, you know uncertainty and we've talked a lot about that. I mean, we talk about that every week, and today we talked about that, and then some of the things that are happening that could be really scary, and you know so you know how do we uh, how do we deal with that you know and 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 to me we got to lean into our faith. And, and that's and and when there's fear, when there's weakness, when there's uncertainty, that's when we got to lean into our faith. And you know, as we we say here every week, is you know, lean into Jesus, and Jesus will show you the way. And believe me, through the last twenty some months, I mean, it's been crazy all across the world, and there's still uncertainty. And then if you go down the list that Dan was talking about, that they're going to talk about in one of the the states, you know. Uh, you know, New York, in New York, um, you know, in January, that's all going to be discussed. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. But here's what I know: there was, there, you know, there was time several years ago that that wouldn't even have made it to the floor. Now it's making it all the way to the floor. And some things don't. It takes years before it ever ends up on the floor, whether that's the state level or on the federal level or on the world level. And so here we're seeing it step by step happening. So it can be definitely a, a scary time. And then when you got all the natural disasters, the pandemic, and you know any of the other scary things we face, you know, the key is to remember this is a temporary life. This is a temporary life. And if you start focusing on your eternal life, then that's forever. And that's that that inspires me. And when I started thinking about eternal then a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. And the fears of what if I don't do this or what if I do this or what if I catch this or, you know, the weather. I mean, last week here, I mean, we were having, you know, 85 mile an hour gusts and then you go a little bit south, it was a hundred mile an hour gusts. And, and you know, my in-laws, you know, they had a roof blow off from one of their sheds and, you know, the pillars knocked over. I mean, it's pretty crazy what's happened. And the power, the sheer force of that, uh, just that was pretty scary. Uh, and you just don't know. And then we had all these tornadoes that happened all across the Midway, Midwest over the last two weeks. Um, that's just been, you know, crazy. So you just never know. So in the wake of all this danger, what do you do? Just give it to the Lord. Give it to God. Give it to Jesus. And, and there's three things we encourage everyone is one is be in prayer. <clears throat> Number two is be in the Word. You know, my dad's Bible is is the Word. That's what the Living Word. And every time I read something, 
I learned something or I get something different every single time. Or it's something that I needed to hear right then and there to inspire me like, hey, oh yeah, I need a little wake-up call. Just like what you said that I sent you, uh, it, it inspired you for that day. You know, I had no idea. I was basically sending you because of like, hey, this is something we can talk about today. <clears throat> so to me, be in prayer, be in the word, and be around people that can, are going to uplift you and be supportive of you and be there for you no matter what. And there's too many things that we can debate now. There's too many things that we can fight about. There's too many things that, you know, that are out there. And all these symbolisms and all these different things, where do you turn? The best way is to turn to God and, uh, and do our best to love one another. Yeah, so often, GJ, I've heard um, that our faith that we have in Jesus, I've heard it, I've heard it called a crutch. You're just using it as a crutch. Because you can't, you're limping along in life, so you need a crutch to be able to help you through. Well, I'm here to tell you from my own experience, faith is not a crutch. My faith is my foundation. That is what I stand on. It says in the word that when you believe in Jesus, when you believe in him, that it is like standing on a rock. It is a firm foundation. And so that's, uh, for me, faith is not a crutch. It's a foundation. And so the few other scriptures we have for you to kind of encourage you today and then lead us, lead, uh, lead people in a word of prayer to accept Jesus is Romans chapter 12, verses one and two. Uh, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. Here's the key by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Remember that God's will for you is that you will come to know him and that his relationship with you will be the catalyst for great relationships with others and loving others. Hebrews chapter 10 says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. That's that firm foundation for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together. as Some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. This was written 2000 years ago. And if they were saying his return was very near, how much closer is it now? And then also in James 4, 14 to 15, it says, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. I'm here to tell you this morning, I was, GJ, I was driving up the hill. I was going down to an appointment and it was early in the morning and I, I, I drove above the fog and saw how, how beautiful it was. It was like a sea of fog with some clouds popping up here and there but it made me think as i'm preparing for today that our lives being like a fog when the sun shines on it it lifts the fog and so i'm here to tell everybody today that when the son of god jesus christ shines his life on you you will be lifted above the fog the fog will burn away you'll be able to see clearly about what's happening in your world and what's happening around you to be able to see what we're talking about Dive into it, study it, and get to know it because one of these days you will know that what we're saying, that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life is actually true. 
So if you're that person today that has been questioning whether or not you want to believe in Jesus, accept him as your savior and say, you know what? I've been holding off too long. Today is your day. This is the day of salvation. And this is the day that you need to come to him and say, Jesus, I believe that you're the son of God. I know that you came to take away the sin of the world. There's no other way to get to God, our father, than through you. And then give your life over to him. So, GJ, why don't you lead them in a word of prayer and, uh, and lead them to Jesus? Well, Father, we come to you today. And no matter what we've done or where we come from, you can take away our sins. So, so if you're listening to this, I ask that each and every one of you, you know, ask for forgiveness from, from, and, and, and for Jesus to come into your heart and to, to renew your heart and so that you can start moving forward in the name of Jesus on all fronts. So number one is I, I, I'm a sinner. I recognize you as my only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please forgive me of my sins. And please, and I ask that you take all my sins away and turn me into a new creature. And, and on that note, if you pray that, God will come into you and he will show you a way. And that doesn't mean that you will have, have you know, you won't have tough times because if you, you may be listening because you're at a tough time. God can take that away. And it does take time. It does take each step. Lean into him and he will show you a way. So I, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That would say is hallelujah. And I'll, I'll share this as we go. The truth is Jesus never promised any of us a pain-free life. Instead, Jesus promised us that this world will bring trouble. We're seeing that. It will bring some uncertainty. We're seeing that. And we can still have hope because it's not our final destination. Here's what Jesus said about that. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble and take heart. I have overcome the world. John 16, There you have it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great, great way to end it. I have nothing more to add. God bless everybody. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned for what time because it could change next week too. But we'll see you next week. Love everybody.